I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is there a better combination than Sunday afternoon and the North Queensland Cowboys? How about it? Two in a row. Uh, up and getting up about. We're yee-haring all up in the north here. JT for the Sunday wrap. And I've got a very special guest here. We're doing another, um, we're getting the, the real cream of the Supercoach crop on on board. Lakey, Wenon and I, we're obviously hopeless that so we're starting to bring in the cavalry. Luke Gold from Sporting Woods. How are you, mate? Yeah, well, mate. Uh I like that you've brought me on this week after, you know, we, we, we got the challenge, threw down the gauntlet uh, as if I got under a thousand points, uh, into the thousands, that I would uh, join you on, on the Sunday night. Uh, and then I have a terrible week uh, this week. But uh, so super stoked with my, my rep there. Uh, yeah. Real, it can real, be a little bit of a, a podcast curse, this. I know when I first started, I was um, 30th, I think, late in the year in 2018. And then went and brought me on for the very first time. And then I fell away to like 500th. So, uh, yeah, things don't always tend to go up from this direction. But for you, mate, I reckon, um, what did you get? 11.30. 11.30. 11.30 this week, which, yeah, by the looks of it, seems like it's a pretty average, respectably average score. Mate, I reckon it's a little more, you're underselling yourself there because it was a tough round, I thought. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of, um, plenty of drama uh, in couple of the Friday night games and then obviously Saturday was a bit of a stinker um, particularly if you've got a lot of Titans in your side as I do so I struggled to a 10.63 it's actually beating five out of ten leagues that I'm in uh, head-to-heads including Benny G now good mate Benny G so get that say, one up yeah I, over the, if you can get over the Benny G line uh, it's a bit like the Mendoza mm. line we like to say so <laughs> um, if I've, I've managed to top him in the uh, in the, the Sporting Woods uh, Supercoach League this week so came up against the the great man and uh, yeah I got I got the chocolates which was good beautiful mate so a bit about you where are you currently sitting in the Supercoach rankings land and like who's your team how long you've been playing the game all that sort of stuff. Uh, look, I mean, I've been playing for the last few years. I, I, I came over from fantasy, actually. I, we used to do that a little while ago. And uh, obviously, I know, right? And then going into uh, into the taking Tim on board in, in Sporting Woods. And obviously, he, he was more of a super coach guy. And we've kind of filtered over in the last few years. And um, yeah, so like, probably playing it properly the last probably three years. And this one, I honestly thought this year, I was just like, oh, God, this is going to be a terrible one. And this is mm. easily my best year. So... Yeah, pretty happy so far. How good, and you're a Roosters man, I hear? 
Yes, yeah. So don't mm. don't try not to hold that against me, listeners. Um, I've been a I've been a Roosters fan since uh, 03, uh, I think or 02. I think we won the grand final oh two. That's convenient. Yeah, no way. Well, I was twelve. You know, like just when you first start to learn about football, and my mum always said, you know, I was born in Sydney, so you, you know, you just go for Sydney. So I would go for the Sydney Roosters, and then years later, I found out I was born in Borkham Hills. So technically, I'm a Parramatta boy. Uh, mm. It's too late. Uh, it's way too late. Uh, definitely a Roosters boy. So. Um and yeah, I'm uh, just uh lamenting another week where we've we've dropped the ball. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good. Well I mean Parramatta, if you you've landed on Sydney over Parramatta, I think that was a, a pretty decent call in the end yeah, yeah. the last sort of twenty years of results would suggest. That's right. Lot lot less uh, heartache, I think, uh, mm. at the end of the day, but yes. How good. We're on the – well, it's the Sunday wrap here. Uh, you're a regular listener to the pod. I don't know how you're doing so well, if that's the case, but uh, you'll know the drill. So it's Rocker of the Week, Flopper of the Week, Shockers, Trade Fails, and then we do the Game by Games and also the Injury and Suspension. So a fair bit to, to cover in Round 6. It's good to have some talent on board, mate. And, um, just a bit before we get into it, Sporting Woods. So we've had yes. uh, your mate Timmy yes. on board a couple of times, and this is your debut on the SC Talk pod. So what a, a little bit about you guys. Yeah, look, we uh Sporting Woods. Uh, yes, it is a, a phallic joke. Um, just getting that <laughs> right out of the way nice and early. If you enjoy sports and that level of humor, you know, we're your boys. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we've, we've been going now for like, I think we're up to our sixth year something like incredible that. yeah it's um it's crazy it all started with um our producer michael who's not a sports fan whatsoever but um uh we used to just talk about sports a lot and he thought you know what bugger it i'll just throw a microphone in front of you guys and then you don't have to talk to me about it and now we make him listen to the episode when he edits it so <laughs> he's stuck either way uh, <laughs> too bad michael um but uh yeah no so we we just do the sort of uh, we do a wrap up in in all in in sport but mostly about the the cricket or the rugby and um if not that you know a little bit of american sports because you can't stop tim and um and i'm a big a big addict for the formula one so those are the two uh, the other ones outside of rugby league that we we cover Covering all bases, but I think listening to you guys this year, Rugby League is definitely the first oh, love absolutely. of the Sporting Woods universe. Yeah, love 100%. It. 100%. Well, good. All right, let's get into some round six action, Luke, and Rocker of the Week. Yeah, look, I mean, it's hard to go past anyone else, but Caelan Ponga, big 161 at uh, this stage anyway, uh, had a ripper of a game. Coming back, you know, back into that team and a couple of bits and pieces of it. You know, Unreal. To that, that Newcastle team and, uh, yeah, Slotted in like yeah, like he's uh, never left. And he battled a virus. Did you see him in the game? Yeah, he was oh, hunched he was over. He was dying. It was Lazarus. It was uh, Billy Kicks again, coming back from the dead. He was, he was, uh, and then running and yeah, doing everything. It was amazing. <laughs> it was a pretty incredible performance. So we saw him on in the, coming out for the second half, and he had to double back in and use the facilities. So I had no idea how he was making it through the game. He copped a, a lot of rough shots as well, um, fielding some bombs, and just the way that he delivered. In the back end there, I was sort of uh, feeding it to Lakey, uh, my mate on the the Tuesday Wednesday pods, and uh, obviously he's a big Ponga fanboy. But it's a massive headache now because uh, we'll get into a couple of other dud fullbacks for this week. But really, uh, Ponga is sort of a headache that we didn't need in the Supercoach world because now we've got to really toss him up and uh, yeah, serious option. It's a good headache, but also like a proper headache, you know? Because like, are you going to be the guy that trades out Tedesco? After he's dropped a bit in price, like you know, it's, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean, you take the punt. I guess that's all this really is at the end of the day mm. on, on a guy like a, a Ponger, and then 
you'd have to think he plays Origin if he keeps this up. So you've got to keep that in mind as well. And yeah, you're right. So I've already got a headache thinking about it. Can't wait. <laughs> I mean, he's going to play Origin as well this year. So he will, well, you'd imagine. So he will uh, miss some games through that bye period. But um, geez, there'll be a lot of points chases, I reckon, uh, this week. Someone uh, who may be in the firing line for Ponga is our trade fail of the week, as I'll just get my little sound clip up. Mm-hmm. Mwah. Didn't think I'd be hearing that one and James Tedesco following it. Uh, But Teddy, your boy, 40 points and saved by a late try assist. Kick over for Matt Ikevalu to score in basically the dying seconds of the game. But before that, very quiet. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like this has been, um, you know, he's been very quiet the last couple of weeks and without really... I guess is it more that we're just so used to him playing so well that like very high standard, yeah, incredibly high standard. So when he does have a quiet game, it's kind of like where's Teddy? But um, that said, he was very quiet against against the Melbourne, and um, yeah, it's just what do you do? I mean, from from a super coach perspective, it's it's it's. I think it's too late. I think yeah. it's keep him and, and and cop it. I think at this stage. Yeah, I think two weeks ago was, I guess, the time to trade him out. He had a 50 last week, and this 40 he got here was his lowest score since round one last year. So, he's shedding cash, and I think a few people did jump on. And I know I sat back and said, oh, it's too risky, and we've seen this all before. You trade a player out, and then they, you know, it's Teddy. He'll go gangbusters, and then it's almost impossible to bring him back in. But mm. um, that whole money ball sort of stuff has, has worked in anyone's favor who's gone off him but i don't know whether it's the the halves combination they're obviously quite new um even the hooker there as well you got ben marshke i think fifth string so yeah not a lot of uh, quality ball coming teddy's way so he's gonna have to search for it so anyway i think uh it is teddy and we know he doesn't go uh badly for too long so i think he'll be up and firing hopefully sooner rather than later and finally our shocker of the week <laughs> yeah the shocker of the Did week you Connor Tracy, that? uh my boy I've stuck with him throughout all of this, and uh, and he continues to to make me look good, which uh, you know I'll, I'll, I'm more than happy to take. Um, but yeah, one one four, uh, four line breaks and a try. He just, I think, because he he is the ability to just be put in a spot and go, and you know, being able to do that is obviously great from a super coach perspective. You know, he can really find points wherever wherever they put him, obviously, but. Then on top of that, you put him in a team that's that's performing well, you know, behind on the back of a Kalen Ponga. You just yeah, you are going to see that points generation. So um, yeah, stoked. Go Connor, keep it up, buddy. <laughs> Connor, I told you the the love. I didn't. I nearly went Brayley. I was so close, and then uh, last minute I changed my mind last week, and uh, wow. I'm so stoked I did. I think you might have talked over my little soundbite there, Luke, but oh. Connor Tracy was the guy. That's the issue. We're not a professional podcast like you guys here. We, we just, I don't know, we run off the, the seat of our pants. But yeah, uh, Connor Tracy. There is nothing professional about the way that we do anything at Sporting Woods. Let me tell you that for free. Oh, dude. Love it. Connor Tracy, how good. And the trade fail of the week. Uh, someone traded out Isaiah Papali'i uh, on the bubble, break even of negative 30-odd for... Terrell Fuimono. So I don't know what's going on there, but uh, Isaiah Papali banged out 120 points this week and Fui banged out 30. So I don't know, must have thought uh, back to the bench and Maddo will be there, but just goes to show you got to hold fire. But uh, don't think that one really worked out. Almost a 100-point turnaround. So unlucky champ, but you'll bounce back. <laughs> Let's get into the news uh, for this week, Luki. Uh, injuries and suspensions. Yeah, look, a couple of... Sorry, am I talking over stuff still? 
You got to give me like a like a sign or something, mate. Uh, oh yeah, you can see me. I can't see you. Yeah, uh, blink twice. Uh, that'll be uh, a, a point to the ear. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. fair few injuries, mate. Uh, let's go through them pretty quickly. Asu Kapoa ACL for done for the season. Horrible news for the Tigers. Uh, just when you thought their young guns were getting back on board, they're just yeah. Another injury crisis looming for them. Tal Malolo, he's broken his other hand. Bizarre. One to three weeks. Uh, it wasn't the original fractured hand. Even read some stuff online, like in high school, he used to purposely injure himself to avoid having to play games if he didn't like the coach or something, and that might be what, what the go is here. But oh, he just, Are you kidding me? No. Heard on, it. On, a, on a $10 million contract? Yep. Pull on that. Oh. Yeah, all allegations made, as you yeah, guys like I mean, to look, say. I mean, everything we say is an allegation. There's no mm. doubt there. Don't you worry. couple out of today's game, Peter Hicku and uh, Pompey for the Warriors. Peter Hicku dislocated his shoulder. Horrible, nasty injury, that one. Oh He's gone God. for a month. Like, uh, Yeah, just it was something in the arm. I was listening to it on the radio, and they said uh, initially thought it was a fractured finger or something like that, and then it was his arm. and oh, then now his, his hand was limp. Like, it was yeah. like... It was like, oh no, that is that is awful, and then now yeah, it's just a dislocation, and it went back in. So Ugh. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, just a dislocation. It was only the bone you know, leaving the socket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who else we got? Josh Mansour did his hamstring, didn't play out the game for the bunnies in their win. Maddo, he was another late scratching, just uh, I think four weeks in a row now. So uh, as we said, Isaiah Papali just keeps on keeping on, and Ryan Madison just keeps staying out of the side. So we've seen it before. Uh, JWH, another of your boys. He's done his shoulder TBA for him. Mm-hmm. Tokayaho, probably the more super coach relevant one there. He had a rib complaint, didn't play out any time in that second half. Uh, still got him down as TBA, but if you know anything inside Rooster's mail, can't, will he be back? Can't say I do. Haven't got my line with Dobbo on that one, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of which I do a lot. But now, nah, Tooks, that was a bit rough because yeah, obviously he's in my team and um, mm. yeah, oh, a lot of teams. Yeah, eager to see what uh, what happens on the end of that one because. Yeah, that was a that was a one of many shocks as far as mm. points were this week. Bmos age is definitely catching up to him here. Calf tightness, so possibly just the one week uh, or this round anyway on the sidelines, and he'll be back from uh, for round seven. They definitely need him out there. Heimel Hunt did his hamstring for the the Knights. He's a TBA as well, and Bailey Simonson failed an HIA. So hopefully he didn't play him in his matchup against the Eels, but uh, yet another flop for one of our centre wing specialists. Uh, suspension news and a fair bit of Supercoach relevance here. Latrell uh, originally had him down as flopper of the week, but uh, he did get a recent upgrade to the 60s. But uh, for any owners out there, he's going to be sitting on the sidelines for possibly four weeks going to uh, cop a dangerous contact charge. And lucky he didn't get more. He was lashing out with kicks. He was wild. Yeah, it was all going on. I thought um, I, 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 if Tim, if Timmy in our podcast had any hair, it would be gone by now. No <laughs> way any hair. I'm sure he was like picking hair off his legs by the end of it. It looked like a like a speed skater because holy doolies. What, what, first of all, what a game of footy. But mm. second of all, Latrell, I mean, I, I read something today about how like he's 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 not just a good player he's a great player like he's such an exceptional talent there's no need for any of this rubbish that he has in his game so why does he do it yeah so, yeah i don't know i don't know it's left us all scratching our heads i think and it means it was you know he could have been someone that potentially you'd be thinking about for you know in in for a, a tedesco but mm. three to four weeks on the sideline and who knows you know what else i mean yeah it obviously scratches him 
Supercoach Talk banner strikes again, the banner for the trade uh, or the scores post that we put up every week there. So Latrell was the banner this week. It's gotten to him. The banner's back. Uh, Tino. Tino Fasu Malawi. He's possibly looking at two weeks with a shoulder charge, whether or not he lodges an early guilty plea or goes to the judiciary. And with Tokiaho going down, that could put a bit of a big hole in some front row forward combinations for, for Supercoach. So hopefully, uh, with a bit of luck, he gets off at the judiciary, but um, not looking good for any Tino owners. And, I mean, if he's out a couple of weeks, I don't know if you're an owner, but I'd, I'm all, I've got to look at flicking him on. Mate, I'm, I'm looking at this list. I mean, I've got three out of the five. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just like, oh, no. Like, oh, no. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to make some serious changes. Oh, sorry, two out of the three, my mistake. I've got Tino and uh, Moborowski, um with the two weeks for the dangerous contact. So, um, yeah, no, this is this is uh, something. Maybe I can make the move to Toto. Uh, mm. perhaps which was the plan but it didn't didn't come out because i'm an idiot but um, <laughs> you know, maybe this is the week <laughs> well Morovsky, not a bad pot i like that uh victor radley another of your boys two to three weeks careless side tackle they're going to be scrambling for some replacements in bondi and aiden tolman i think this is the first time he's ever been cited one to two weeks with the crusher tackle so that is all the suspension news take a quick break lukey and then we'll come back and do the game by games One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, Luke, we're back. Broncos, 12, getting done by the Panthers, 20. It was actually at this game. First game for the year. I was uh, yeah. pretty excited. So a lot closer than a lot of people imagined. So I think anyone that uh, had a few Panthers in their side was uh, either VCing or captaining them without question. So let's run through them. Cleary, saved by a late try here, 125. He also got a uh, one of those two-point field goals that are worth 10. So good good effort by him. He finally is sort of uh, kicking on and outpointing Luai. He got 80-odd, but uh, actually took the bold move of captaining Cleary. Did you throw the VC on him at all? I threw the VC on him um, and went big David Fafita, thinking he was going to bulldozer over the top of Manly, and obviously that didn't happen. So, um, yeah, look, Cleary, uh, 125. It was yeah. I didn't realize that the, the two-point field goal was worth 10. That's crazy. Mm. How much does a normal one cost? Ooh, six, Seriously. eight, oh. something like that. Or maybe five. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it is five, so I've double-pointed it. But they actually gave him 15 in uh, the live score, and so people were blowing up. I think he's also got a 40-20 that was technically that was touched. Yeah, I saw that. That's why I said I said in the chat it was saying that this is – that what, we've, we've been robbed of a 40-20 here because, yeah, it wasn't. It, it got uh, taken over um, by the by the winger. So, yeah, uh Happy to. I'm, I was happy with that decision as well. If it was taken off him, it should have been because it wasn't a forty twenty. 
I think uh, Wilfred Z, former winner in one of our chats with some of the Daily Telly guys, is uh, already bringing that to their attention. So Wilfred's on it. So anyone that didn't captain Cleary will be uh, hoping that that might get scratched from his record on Monday. But as a Cleary captain, I just keep the effing thing. Um, Capewell, he had an early try, 82 points. So I don't own him. It's a bit of a, a wild ride because some weeks he goes 40s and I think how good. And then other times he scores the first try directly in front of me. But uh, Kurt Capewell, 82 with the try, not not huge, but uh, his base could do some work. But um, for now, anyway, you're taking those attacking points, right? Yeah, look, it was someone I was definitely looking at getting into the team and um, I just couldn't fit him in. And then last week, yeah, it was a bit of a bust. So I was like, oh, you beauty. And then this week, obviously, these are the ones that, that sting. Um, but 82, yeah, I mean... Over the top, I've got Movarovsky was my sort of choice between the two, um, and and he's he's been pretty consistent. So I'm, I'm I've been happy with my choice up until this point. Um, but yeah, I don't know it's someone that might might look to put into the team, but then he he, pro- he might play Origin again. So yeah, he should um, do. Queensland's fine. You'd, you'd have to think. So it's just something mm. to consider, I guess. Um, no one really uh, else of note in this game here, scoring pretty big. So Payne Haas, he's been looming. He's definitely going to lose some cash over the coming weeks. Um, he hit a 64. He was okay. He's still not quite the busting or offloading character that we know from previous seasons. Might just be taking a bit of time to warm into it. So I'll be keeping my eye on him, particularly if uh, Tino and Takayaho are out this week. Definitely need some firepower up front. And my boy, James Fisher-Harris, I've got him at second row at the moment, but he hit a 55, so very low score from him. Uh, a couple of offloads were fortunate enough, but again, he's just not kicking on as I had hoped. And Brian Toe, the guy you mentioned, 20 points in tackle bust. I think, I mean, that's 10 in Supercoach World, but I think NRL.com gave him 15. Like, it was just every time he touched the ball, uh, he was doing something. How he didn't score a try... And he probably ruined so many multis. I think Benny G, it cost him 500 classic. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that sounds like a Benny G bet. Yeah, look, I mean, obviously, it was a decision by the Broncos to kick to his corner, um, which, yeah, killed me because obviously, Momorowski's on the other side. So, um, and Charlie Staines for that matter. So, yeah, was missing out on those points. Um, but, yeah, and Toto just, yeah. That seemed to be, I don't know, we must have just thought that they could they could pin him in a corner, um, mm. which, they, I mean, you'd have to say they kind of did. So, yeah, unfortunate not to score. I mean, he had his hand on literally everything before that. So, yeah, yep. just a couple of errors too. Mm. A guy you mentioned, Charlie Staines, getting no love at all from Mommy. Um, no, no. Well, that was well, every- my thought, you know, because I had Staines, everyone had Staines. Uh, yeah. Well, if, if, if he's not getting any points, I'll by the bloke that's stealing all the points, which was Momorowski. So that was the thought process, and it, it paid off to an extent. Uh, but, yeah, just haven't had the heart to get rid of Staines. And last week, obviously, he went big. So thought, you know what? He's earned another to- another go in the in the first team, and, yeah, no, he dogged me. So I uh, cannot get him right this year. I didn't play him for his 80-odd against the Raiders, and I didn't play him. I did play him for this one. <laughs> he'd go, okay, so I just can't get a read on him. Um, it's classic shitness at center wing and finally jordan ricky he was off the bench he was a big trade out target last week so if uh you've still got him around it might hurt a little bit he got 20 so 19 i think downgraded so could be dropping some cash in the coming weeks Knights getting the job done over the Sharks 26-22. A bit of a heartbreaker for the Cronulla boys. Pongo, as we said, rocker of the week 161. I think um, just about every stat in the book, he was back in try score and try setting up form. So I think he's definitely looming as a pretty handy candidate. A guy who did okay as well, 
Tyson Frizzell, he's found a new home up there in Newcastle, scored 112, um, had a couple of good early weeks but fell away a little bit, so good for anyone that might have gone the pod route with him. And the Barnacle, Mitch Barnett, uh, early try assist and a try, got 107 points, um, does miss a few tackles out there, uh, push, push through 80 again this game, so doing a lot of work out there, but um, yeah, just needs those sort of one or two tries every now and again and he'll definitely keep his value. Uh, for anyone that was looking to pass him on, um, Connor Watson, 62, finally named at lock and actually playing there. That was pretty handy. But he was also, he, he's a roommate of Kalen Pongers, is that right? And he copped the same virus. Is that right? Wow. Something like that. Because they were saying in the game as well, like Connor Watson was visibly distressed as well. So the fact that both of them pushed through um, Watson with a 62 and basically being physically ill, I mean, that's pretty pretty handy yeah, i mean i've definitely woken up in the middle of the night with sick guts and I mean, <laughs> it's the worst and imagine doing that on national television i mean it's playing a game of rumble league yeah it's uh it's 100 kilo fords just running straight <laughs> at you while you're trying to take a bomb yeah right, well, toby rudolph lined ponger up in that game that was brutal oh didn't he just yeah Couple other nights, guys. Well, Jaden Braley, he's in basically everyone's side, but with Simpkin looming, uh, people could be looking at moving either him or Watson on if they've got them up at hooker there. Braley got a lot of work done in tackles, not much else. Needs to run a bit more, 57 points for him. And finally, Matty Moylan. Benny G played him in one of my matchups against him this week, 25. He was on the bubble. He looked close, like he looked like something would spark through his hands, but the Sharkies just fell short uh, time and time again to let the Knights steal that one but uh anything else in this game for you mate uh other than the fact that i lost my tip on that one uh no i was i had an absolute shocker with <laughs> tips this week to be honest but yeah that one was one of many pods that did not work out from that side of things for me storm 20 over your boys the roosters four um didn't quite reach the climax of some of the games we've seen from these two teams in the past few years but roosters definitely uh not helped with a, a sin binning and um obviously running a pretty brand new spine so the storm were far too clinical in this one but what it was carnage like pappenhausen going down inside the first i think five minutes mm. um you guys almost scored uh and then yeah, he was off the field for, I'd say, 15 minutes or so on sitting on zero points. Uh, yeah, a lot of heartbreak incredible. out there for, for owners, uh, let me tell you. But, yeah, I think just I think you made the, the point being that obviously it was a really fresh spine, you know, the new halves and a new hooker, I mean, against the best team in the competition for the last 15 years. So what are you going to do? Like you're never going to have the best game. And I think you made the point with um, with Teddy, you know, he really needs that go forward and, and to drop off the back of those types of players. And just not having that in, is, you know, is what would really hamstrung us there. And it seems like in the last couple of weeks as well, obviously against the Bunnies, we kind of did the same thing, like get spooked in those big games seems to be i don't know and then you know almost did it against the sharks and managed to pull it out of the fire so yeah look disappointing but i did tip uh storm it's the first first time this year that i've gone against my boys but i um, hate doing that yeah i know but it always it's always a bit nice when you when it works so <laughs> yeah i was i was a bit stoked in the end but yeah i don't know i just sam walker's a talent um and yeah Verrill, sam Verrill's can't come back any quicker Hmm. Well, you said Sam Walker, so he actually almost set two tries up. So the first one was that 
kick through. Um, was it Josh Morris that then collided with Pappenhausen? That was almost a try. And then I think in the second half, similar story, knock on over the line. Like he was close. Um, and I don't think many people would have played him in this matchup given uh, the, the sort of gap in, in class and how tough a, a showing it would be. But yeah, Sam Walker, he's still going to make a stack of cash and he's very young. You can just see he's an absolute talent and he's going to get assists uh, basically every week if he keeps up that sort of sort of effort. So look past the 21 and, and keep him in mind for an easier matchup of which I think you guys have a few over the next month. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, I, I, he's not leaving my team anytime soon. Um, yeah. Harry Grant, a guy that could be coming into some sides this uh, week or next, 98, and all this is coming off the bench. It's so frustrating because we just thought, okay, he's been going to get eased back into the side here. He'll shed some cash and we'll jump on him um, around that sort of origin time. But no, the guy's just going out and banging out try assists and I think even scoring them. Like, he's incredible. Uh, 48 minutes off the bench for 98 points. And yeah, he's the worst. basically won them the game. <laughs> the worst. He is the worst, yeah. <laughs> 633K, so pretty pricey. Um, had a break even of 95 this week as well. So he's going to hold value, which is pretty incredible for a guy that, that price coming off the bench. Like he's just ticking a lot of boxes. I think looking at his game, you'd have to suggest he's going to be in everyone's side at some point this year. Yeah, I think our post-origin um, yep. might seem bring into the game. What I want to know about Harry Grant is how he's able to stay on the field after getting knocked out uh, and, and going on to then score. I mean, I'm not bitter at all, uh, surely. But That's right. I mean, literally. Yeah, he, uh, so, he, yeah. he was brought off what, 15 minutes or something after the event, which, mm. yeah, in that time, he basically won them the he game. So, the a bit game. of controversy. Yeah, time, so, I mean, I mean, hey, look, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's footy, but uh, just saying, what's what's the story? (laughs) (laughs) A couple of other guys here for Melbourne. Uh, Christian Welsh, he's been doing pretty well so far to start this season. Uh, Had a few people jumping ship over the last couple of weeks, but if you just look at his game, I think he's the number one offloader in the comp. So he just finds a way. He found five of them here. Every time he goes to the line, he's just throwing. Yeah, I mean, they said it at the start of the game about, you know, like, oh, talking up that that stat. And then off he goes and just, you know, so many offloads. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as a as an owner, I was super stoked to to see that go down. Um, you know, more than happy to, to for him to stay on the team. And, again, Origin loons. So, um, mm. yeah, something else to consider going forward. I'll tell you what, there was one thing in this game, though, that I noticed a lot uh, was just the sheer amount of bums. Uh, lots of bums. A uh, lot of like, <laughs> oh. there was more butts than a cigarette factory. I swear to God, there was there was more moon than Buzz Aldrin's resume. I mean, I, I haven't seen rosier cheeks since Annie. Like, I, I that's probably all the jokes I've got. But uh, yeah, lots of mooning uh, occurring in that football <laughs> game. So love a good bum on on uh, on national television. Oh, by the time Channel 9 starts the games, mate, they're like nine o'clock. So I think they can have all the liberties in the world to show. Uh, that sort of gear. So, no, well well spotted. No super match <laughs> points for, for butts, but man, maybe there should be. Uh, I don't know, five points for a successful dacking. Ooh, now I mm. love that. That's great. Yeah, we're all talking about bringing in points for strips and that kind of thing, but how about another kind of strip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ten points for stripping. Speaking of the, the master stripper, uh, Cam Munster, no try assist, but did get 67. So, a huge game from him in base, 14 runs. So, he had the hand, uh, ball in his hands basically every single set the Storm had uh, multiple times. So, he was always going to rack up a decent score. So, if he had have got some attacking stats, it would have been pretty big, but that's classic money sort of game. Um, and then all your guys, I've got 
popular roosters left, right, and center. Sam Walker, as we said, 21. Uh, Takiaho, 23, with that rib issue, so that didn't help him. And then obviously the flopper of the week in Teddy mm. did not go as uh, owners would have planned. But nonetheless, hopefully, they, they still look like a side that will towel up some bottom teams, of which we saw a couple in the final uh, game of the round this week that we'll get into. But I think the Roosters, they're uh, definitely not out of it by any means, but um, might just take some time to click into gear. Anything else? Yeah, just a bit of a regroup, I think. And yeah, over the, the with the, with the players that we've got, you know, that, that origin period, there will be a few that obviously leave, but there's also, yeah, so many young players that they might get that chance in through that time. So, um yeah, on to better and bigger things. I think we'll we'll be better at, towards the back end of this uh, this uh, the competition once we've had a, a few more games under the belt. Real big shock this one, thirty six to Manly over the Titans. Titans nil. Uh, before this game, I was on the golf course with Timmy. We were playing thirty six holes. Uh, got the betting account up, nice and early into this day, and looked at the line and it was like minus six and a half for the Titans. And I thought, geez, that. They're joking, right? That's printing money. So, slap some dollars down and then look what happened. So, yep, shout out my tipping career. Um, obviously, the big in was Tommy Turbo. So, wasting no time at all and just another fullback now that we've got to consider. And a lot of people had him in their side before uh, round one, before he did the hammy running up the course or whatever it was. But he's, what, 580-odd K. I'm just going to bring him up. But a serious option. But I think the big thing is just how long he stays on the park for. But he just looks so good. Yeah, when he's on there, obviously, I mean, talk about a comeback. But he does, I'm pretty sure he does this every time he comes back yep. from injury. He absolutely mops it. And then the next week, he's out for another month and a half. Um, I mean, I did. there was talk, of, you know, that Jason Saab was going to benefit from his game, you know, because he, he breaks the line. And, it, I mean, that guy just – it doesn't even look like he's in fourth gear when he runs. He's just – He's all legs. It's amazing watching that kid run. And, I mean, two tries and he, he got 44 points. It was like, where's, where's the rest of the points? Like, <laughs> what else did you do, Jason? But, um, you know, he picked them up off the back of, of yeah, just terrific Tommy Turbo. He was, yeah, something special to watch, that, that kid. Fair call, though. I mean, a few people were saying Saab would need some sort of quality ball and that, and I think we, we saw one uh, breakaway try that Turbo set up to him. So I think he's definitely going to help in that regard. But Saab 44, mate, I'll absolutely take that after some <laughs> of the shit he's dished up yeah. so far this year. But as you said, two tries and only a 44 just goes to show how uh, not so quality his base work is, tackles and runs and all that. But, yeah, another, another guy that will benefit from Turbo being back by the looks is Schuster. So 93 points for him, try, try, assist. Um, linked up very well with with Turbo on the edge there. So I think... He's 353K. He's made 150. He's just going to keep climbing. And you played him this week. I didn't. But I think looking forward, he might be a genuine uh, week-to-week play. Yeah. I mean, he was the one that I made the the choice between Cam Munster and Cody Walker um, and went with Cam Munster out for Schuster. And, I mean, looking back, I mean, it was the wrong call. You know, you could argue. But, um, yeah, either way, you have to bring this guy in. And that was was just out of – out of just sheer money production. Mm. And then on top of that, he's, yeah, he just keeps on, keeps on producing. So this week he got the run. Um, and yeah, that was just out of, I thought he might have a good game. Lo and behold, it happened. So, um, yeah, got lucky there, but 93 stoked. Yeah. Couple of not so goods. Uh, Tino F, 41 from 57 minutes and now possibly out for a couple of weeks. Uh, as you said at the top, he's, it's, 
definitely looming a, a trade out target uh, this week or next. Tyron Peachy, my boy from a couple of weeks ago, uh, very rocks and diamonds so far. I think he hit a 39 in this game. He hit a hundred last week and then a 39 before that or something. So yeah, classic Peachy roller coaster here. Should have had a try assist. I don't know if you saw late in the game, passed to Proctor who just spilled the lollies over the line, but that's just super coach killer stuff there. Yeah, you've got to love that. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Kelly seems to be someone that, um, you know, they, 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 they had, a, had a fair bit of talk up on him as well and, and it just doesn't seem to have uh, come to fruition uh, for, for Kelly as, you know, as, as someone. So that's um, so I'm lucky I didn't get on him because I, I, I thought about it. It was a definite consideration, but just um, stoked I didn't. Um, and Peachy was another one, you know, to considered, but, yeah, because he, he has that ability to go big, but just didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, I like the role he plays now. He's a sort of roving lock um, in that side, getting about an hour. (laughs) What's an hour of games on? (laughs) Keep talking over you now. Oh, that's on me. Sorry. (laughs) Seamless. But yeah, Peachy, another one, uh, another guy that went down. Uh, Kelly, as you said, 32 points. Uh, I traded him in this week, so I broke him. Apologies to any previous Kelly owners there, but that's that's what I do. Um, and then finally, your boy, uh, Dave Fafita, your captain this week. So in a game they lost by 36 to nil, he's still got uh, nearly 80. So pretty incredible stuff from him. Yeah, obviously he's a you know, a massive talent and on the back of the of, of tries you know, where he went ballistic the other week. But um, yeah, just bit disappointing over overall the whole game you know it was the titans of old but um mm. and but yeah he he's still he's still obviously rocking it to an extent um yeah first this is be the first week that i because I, I got on the um the pappenhausen bandwagon when he when he double tunned up or whatever it was um or close to so this is the first week that my captaincy hasn't worked so i'm a little i'm a little little hurt but you know I'll, I'll I'll survive. <laughs> it's fair play because we had Alex, the number two ranked guy, on uh, during the week, and he mentioned that he's been sort of nailing his captaincy picks every week. So that's probably why you guys are so high up. I've had a few dud captains over the last uh, month or so. So just goes to show how important getting those sort of calls right are. Oh, this was a heartbreaker for Timmy here. Uh, 36 holes during the day, walking at golf, a uh, few beers, and then the Tigers going down Golden Point. Controversially, oh, must be said. Did oh, you reckon it was a try? Mate, I've never seen a game of footy end like that. Like, just, I don't think you will see. I, it'll be ages before you see a game of football. And, of course, it's the Tigers. Like, yeah, just, of classic. course, it is the Tigers. I don't know how I don't know how he does it. It's just being a Tiger supporter it just must lose years off the end of your life um for mine it was a try um you know he he got we've seen those ones before given so uh, on the back of history I'm, I'm gonna allow it um but yeah i mean what an ending if you if you managed if you would missed it and then it goes down the other end and luke brooks scores i mean that that's next level so yep. yeah Anyway, scenes, absolute oh, scenes. Scenes, yeah. Tim would have been losing his mind. Oh boy, I, I was geeing him up during the game because they were what it was ten points up or something, twelve even uh, with not long to go in the game. And I'm messaging like, "How good?" And he's just like, "Just wait, just wait." <laughs> and then I like when that all happened, I messaged and said, oh, "I'm so sorry, mate." He goes, "Yep, called it." Anyway. Uh, tough luck for the Tigers, but they were in a much better showing than last week against us. For the Rabbitohs in this game, Cam Murray's top scored with 105. So, a bit of a down year for him so far. His best 
uh, so far in the other five games was 64. Uh, so not getting a lot of time on the park there. Four out of his five scores were in the 50s so far this year. So uh, just needed to, to get a try and it broke the shackles a bit there, broke the ton for him. So uh, onwards and upwards, you'd think, for Cam Murray. Damien Cook, uh, big downgrades. Got a try contribution for that George Burgess, uh, Tom Burgess try in Golden Point, but only got 56. So wild old ride. He's definitely uh, taken a back seat to the likes of Harry Grant this year. And your new buyer, Jake Simpkin, basically just tackled himself to a standstill. I think he's got a lot more to offer with his running game, but that'll come in time. Are you happy with 56? Yeah, I mean, for someone that's basement and, you know, looking to only on the up, I was, yeah, I'm stoked. I was real happy with that choice. And, it, I mean, there's a lot of issues with that Tigers team, but I didn't think it was little. So, and, you know, mm. to, 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 for him to leave the team entirely was a really big call. But Simkin was... Yeah, he was great. So, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty happy with that. And again, I just wish I'd have, have chucked him, uh, on the reserve bench because 62 was a lot better than, I mean, it's weird when like the guy, the Simkin, you know, playing in these, you know, handful of games versus Tedesco and Tedesco is getting less than this play. It's like, what unit, what is going on? But. That's super cage, isn't it? So classic. Mm. Uh, another guy that's on the bubble, I reckon, David Norfoluma, seventy-two points. Uh, he had a big week against us with a couple of tries last week. Uh, building, he set up a, a try through a line break and a kick back in field in this one here. So seventy-two points, pretty handy from him. I think he's definitely a, a guy to keep your your eyes on. He's fallen away a little bit, so it'll be buying low, but I'm keen on him. Cody Walker, fifty-three, very quiet uh, game. I thought he would lift for two, so I was. Uh, contemplating going him as captain actually this week before going with uh, Nathan Cleary. So glad I made that call, just the try assist for him. And Latrell, he got a, a bit of a nice upgrade for any owners out there. Was the flopper of the week, but with a 64, uh, we had to take that title off of him. But yeah, three to four weeks for doing classic Latrell stuff. And finally, how shit's Jimmy the Jet? Oh, super, super bad. Uh, one of one of those ones that, yeah, you just had to have in your team at the start for money purposes and he just continues to disappoint. Um, so I wish I could find a way to get him out of my team, but every week I can't. So uh, the week that you do will be the week he goes oh, 100. Classic jet. Classic. Absolute. Raiders 10 getting done by the Eels 35. I also did not see this one coming and I did not tip that, but. Uh, a couple of ones here, interesting, as we said, Isaiah Papali still getting the run with Maddo continuously out and 119 points. Uh, trade fail of the week, some bloke trading him out for uh, Fuimono, that will absolutely sting. He's going to be almost 600k after starting the year at 400. Incredible. Yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, yeah, just both, uh, it seems like I've seen him do that, that sort of crash ball score try thing, I think two weeks in a row now. And, you know, will I, yeah. But it's one of those players where you're like, am I going to take the plunge onto El Papali? And I, I just don't know if I can. And you know that next week you just do it again. So yep. that's, that's frustrating. Maybe the, the whole, you know, the, the horse is bolted on him or not. I'm not too sure. But yeah, look, 200 grand. That's huge. Absolutely huge for a bloke that's just gone over to the eels, you know, for, and no one really expected a, a, that much out of him. Um, yeah, huge. Two tries here, and I think Warriors fans would be sitting back going, like, where was this yeah. when you were with us? Yeah, 100%. I, um, I really enjoy as well that I um, I tipped uh, the Raiders and the Dragons, just a little foreshadow, but I made a comment on our podcast about how good it would be to tip the Warriors and the Eels as like, you know, that's definitely what you should be doing this week. So I haven't even taken my own advice and then it bugged on me. So, so I'm super happy with my own uh, stupidity on that one. <laughs> I love it, yeah. Love it. 
Yeah, great game by the Eagles. Big bounce back from them. Uh, speaking like great, Reed Marnie, another ton, um, plenty of tackles and tries. It's his third ton of the year. So we're talking about premium hookers. Um, and Damien Cook's not in that conversation, I don't think, this year. But a guy like Reed Marnie has sort of always been on the radar, I guess, but not, I would say, a premium option. But this year, um, a lot of stuff is going through his hands. He's a very interesting play. Yeah, especially with, um, you know, he was, I think he did play Origin, didn't he? Last year, did he play one or, or it was uh, on the He's off. in the side. Yeah, on the side, yeah. So, like, you know, he may well, but then there's a bloke called Harry Grant that mm. probably end up taking that spot. So, he is possibly someone you could think of jumping in there for that, in that period of time because I think Eels played the first buy, is that right? Or yes. I want to say. So, you know, it might be an idea for that premium, yeah, if you're going to go premium. Um, but, I mean, yeah, scored a, scored a try and and just, you know, able to, as you said, just everything sort of goes for him. So, um, yeah, not a bad choice at all. Yeah, just another one that um, I guess if you've missed the boat on, uh, three or four tries is incredible. Uh, yes, he does play the bye week as well. So, could be a – I mean, you'll have Jake Simpkin there playing for the Tigers that week as well. So, if you get a Simpkin and – um, Marnie combination up there, you'd be doing pretty well. So I think that'll be a, a target for people. Mitch Moses finally broke his, uh, well, flat track bully, as Timmy likes to call him. Uh, he finally broke 60 plus. So it was definitely a flattened track on the night here for them. Fergo quite, uh, one of my recent buys as well. Lol, 48 points. Uh, line break assist is only attacking stat. So I mean, I'm going to take that from. Fergo, I've paid a decent amount for him. Um, if his bottom score, his baseman is sort of in that 40 range, then I'm absolutely taking that in the shit show that's been the center wing. And finally, Gutho, another fullback we've got to consider, 98 points. So, been a bit quiet so far this year, but when he's on, he's on. And I think that was the case here. No one really relevant for the Raiders, uh, I would suggest, but Bailey Simonson is 50 minutes with an HIA and 12 points. So, again, just crap Standard. center wing. Yep. Anything else for this game, mate? Uh, no, just I was a bit dis- oh, a bit mad that everybody seemed to score except fingers. So, yeah, Fergie <laughs> doesn't score. I was like, what is going on? Like, literally everybody scored. Yep. Um, but, but the bloke that I've got. So, yeah, love that. That's great. <laughs> Dragons getting done by the Warriors 14 to 20. Uh, not a lot of Supercoach stuff in this game here, but Tohu Harris owners, I was a big fan of his last year and didn't go him this year being... He's just in the second row and he was quite highly priced, but still just getting the job done. I scored a try, I think, his first for a while to go to 95 and should get some updates as well. So Tohu, a guy in a supercoach world in the second row that's been pretty devoid of any consistency, he's definitely a guy that's been doing the job. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Again, I I missed the boat on that one too. So... um... Yeah, just a, a, an incredible performance from the from the Warriors. I mean, it was the I've read the stat before that they got forty out of forty completion rate. They had a hundred percent completion rate for the game. First mm. time that's happened in the century. So um, you'd hope you're winning games on the back of you know a hundred percent completion rate. Um, and yeah, Toho obviously was a, was a big a, a big uh, big component of that. 85, 87, 72, 72, Those are his last four scores. So he's definitely coming in with some form um, and. Proving a lot of doubt is wrong. 11% of teams own him. So, has got a fair bit of love so far this year. So, good on anyone that's got him. RTS, 95 and a match winner again. Another fullback we've got to think about. Uh, he won't play in that 
round 13 bye week, I don't believe. So uh, he probably won't be someone you consider until later in the year. But again, he was uh, one of the Warriors' best and, and got them the win. He's just he's going to be a very tough loss uh, to that inferior rugby code, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be sad to see. Um, yeah, RTS obviously has been a, a great component of, a proponent of this game for, for many, many years. So, yeah, disappointing to see him go. But, I mean, at the same time, He's given everything he can, I think, at this stage to that that beloved team of his, and I do wish him all the best. You know, as a as a post uh, Roosters, you know, player, I've, I've got nothing but love for RTS. And Zach Lomax, uh, the only other real super coach relevant one here, keeping an eye on him. Fifty eight points, a couple of missed goals, which we're not used to seeing from him. A couple of uh, well, one line break, a few busts here and there. So fifty eight, relatively handy. Um, we're looking at some premium centre wing upgrade options, and he was one of them. So I'd be keeping my eye out for him. He he looks an Origin candidate though. So you Blues might uh, actually play a real centre this time. Stop it. The New yeah. South Wales Blues picking a team for correctly. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't live to see the day, uh, Jazzy. But uh, yeah, look, I, he did. He did look like he picked up a little bit of an ankle injury or something. Kind of at one point towards the back end of the game, he was sort of limping, but he came good. So not sure if anything will come out of that. Doesn't seem to at this stage. Finally, the best to last. What an absolute firecracker this was. Yeehaw. <laughs> yeah, look, I was watching it thinking to myself, I can't wait to hear the song tonight. Like, I just <laughs> hope they win so I get to hear Life at the Outpost. And, uh, yeah, got a job done. I'm sure you'd be you'd be very happy with that two from two, mate. Oh, mate, in the winner's circle, not leaving it anytime soon. But this was an absolute... I actually only saw the first half of this game. We were at top golf with a couple of mates. And it was on um, sort of like take a swing and then I'd go and watch the game and then I'd just see, I think we were 40% completions at one point, and then I'd just go and try to happy Gilmore <laughs> the ball. So it was a very uh, mixed emotion today. And then we were in the car, drove back from Top Golf, and I'm just like, I don't want to listen to this on the radio. Like, I could be steering into traffic here if <laughs> we continue this. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to play it. And we got back into Brisbane, and I turned it on, and I heard the dogs stroll over for their second try, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, what's happened? And then uh, they're like, oh, the game's got some life in it. I'm like, oh, wow. The boys were on, and then I get home and I see us nearly go down. It was a, uh, it was I, a wild ride. It was a question of just like the, the the big question for me was whether or not you think that Jack Hetherington is the biggest gronk on the planet. Oh, or that was ordinary. That was so ordinary, and yeah, to watch him get sent off for a super ordinary, you know, coat hanger, and then Latrell get nothing for it just mm. yeah, boggled the mind. But um. Yeah, look, uh, they've got you. Got to take the wins where you can, and and yeah, both teams. It was it was scrappy, but after that, when when Hetherington you know got sent sent off, uh, there was a bit of spice. There was they were they were belting each other. So you know, always 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 good to watch. You know, even even if the teams are you know towards the back end of the of the ladder. Yeah, mm. it's incredible, mate. Like we, well, we twenty eight six over the Tigers last week at halftime, and we win by four points. And then we were what eighteen six, I think, when um, Hetherington got sent off, and then we barely clung on. Incredible uh, death. Like twenty, can we just twelve? And he still managed to almost lose it, <laughs> mate. The hairline is receding, and it's getting even rapider, rapid when uh, I start having to watch those sort of games. So, anyway, as we said, we're yee-hawing in the streets tonight. But Benny Condon, uh, big yee for him, big try. And big minutes, 71. 
72 points in that time as well. So definitely saved that score with the second half try. So great stuff for anyone that jumped on the cheapy uh, for this week. And Luke Thompson, a guy I'm keeping my eye on for the dogs here. He's played his second game now. He's got a try last week. Um, not so here, but played 57 minutes at lock. Um, scored the same in points, few busts here and there. So in a game with pretty much devoid of super coach options here, those couple of guys, I guess, did their job. Um, anything else before we forget about that game and move on with our lives? No, not really, mate. Um, I guess, yeah, it was just, I love when they talk when, they're, when they've got those games up there and they're like, yes, it's a lovely balmy 26 degrees up here. And you're like, ooh, that does sound quite nice. You know, mm. it's, when in Brisbane and it's like 20 degrees and we're all wearing jumpers. So but They don't often play on a Sunday afternoon up there. So it's a rare time to actually see sunlight. At, um, it's not 1300 Smiles, it's Queensland Country Bank Stadium. But yeah, interesting um, time of it. I'm going to blame the weather on the, uh, the 50% completion rates. It's got to be that. It can't be the can't quality be of the players. No, no, of course not. Of course. Luke, that brings us to the end of the pod. It's been a, a big round. Um, good to have you on, uh, mate. You're doing fantastically in Supercoach World. Uh, as you said, you've won your spot on the pod here. Um, yep, yep. Hopefully, you Was, keep it up. Uh, I've been sitting on the sidelines, mate, practicing, getting ready for this, and uh, just yeah, happy to be brought up to the big leagues. Uh, and I can't stress enough. I, I, I don't, I don't even have like the, you know how like you, you can buy like the, um, you know, like the extended Super package, Coach Gold. Super Coach Gold. Yeah, yep. I don't even have that. Like I literally exclusively listen to this podcast to get my ideas and concepts. So I, don't, I mean, like it's good. I don't, I, you know, you may not be seeing the points in your own team, but I promise you, the, you know, the, the ideas are good. You know. Mm. That's how we oh, get mate, we've, we throw out enough ideas. A few of them will actually stick. It's when we get one wrong and then we'll hear about it from the punters. But anyway, it's a, it's a game of luck sometime, but I think you're, you're making your own luck with some of those calls this year, man. It's good to see good to see someone like yourself up in the, the pointy end. You know, a long way to go, but uh, keep listening to what we tell you not to do and do it and you'll continue your rise up the rankings. Mate. Really? <laughs> Love it. We're going to finish. Uh, you used to have... On last year's pods, we had the guys finishing with a, a song closer or uh, I think we got Timmy to roar like a tiger. But for your case, it's a bit of more of a Sporting Woods flavor. So you guys did a simulated online cricket cup game over the, the off-season. And in that, we had the uh, Juzzy's music mashup. That's right. Uh, do you want to explain what that is? Yeah, look, the Jersey Team mashup, uh, music mashup was, uh, it, it came out of the first season of uh, Sock, uh, where on the Twitch stream, you would just throw bizarre you know, things for me to do. Mm. And um, I'm like a budgie. I see it. I got to go for it. Um, and uh, so, so this one was a bit more calculated. And the idea being that uh, Jazzy would send two songs through, and it would be a song, uh, the lyrics to the song of another, of a tune of another, um, to, to, to varying levels of uh, achievement, I would say. Some of them were quite good, some of them were awful, and that had nothing to do with the amount of mangoes that we'd had. <laughs> rocks and nothing. diamonds, I would say. Yeah, rocks and diamonds. <laughs> So that's the backstory. I'm uh, pretty sure you would have expected this, but I've got a couple of songs here for you, mate, if you can close us out. Uh, the music will be Life at the Outpost, obviously, obviously. not an idiot. Naturally. And the the lyrics will be This Will Be My Year, the other SC Report uh, podcast theme song. So, Luke, Life at the Outpost, This Will Be My Year. <laughs> Take it away. Okay. All right. Uh Okay, I always I always like to do the drum bit. I don't know why, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to do it. So the dun 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 dun. 
No more counting down the hours. Dun, 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 dun. Wishing you were here. Dun, 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 dun. I stopped believing all the journey told me don't before I call it a day. Maybe this will be my year. Maybe this will be my year. Maybe this will be my year. I that's love it. That's it. That's, it. <laughs> that's the kind of high quality stuff you get on the Sporting Woods pod, mate. Thank you very much, Luke. That is, uh, I'm going to absolutely smash the replay button of that. That was fan-effing-tastic. Thanks, Luke. Keep it going in the Supercoach world. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll see you on at some stage later in the year. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Have a good one, guys. Give your love to a cowboy man. He's nice. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.